Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Today we're going to be bringing you another character review, this time taking a look at Nick Fury, aka Nicholas J. Fury Jr. Uh, with me as always is Brandon and Brad from the channel. Uh, so with that, let's just kind of hop right into it. I'm going to be going over the stat cards for both Nick Fury and the Grunts really quick before we start in getting into discussion for it. So looking at Nick Fury, uh, he is 6 stamina, a medium mover, size 2, 4 threat. He has 4 physical defense, 3 energy defense, 4 mystic defense. His attacks are Fury Special, range 3, 5 dice, 0 cost. After the attack is resolved, he gains 1 power with a Wild Pierce attached to it. His second ability is Tactical Knife, range 2, 5 dice, 0 cost. After this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to damage dealt with Wild Bleed and Wild Pierce triggers on that attack. His spender is lead from the front, range 3, 7 dice, 3 power cost. After this attack is resolved, an allied shield agent's character within 3 of this character may advance short toward the target character. Then the shield agent's character may make a pistol's attack targeting that character. We're going to get into grunts and the shield agents here shortly, but going into his superpowers, he has the leadership ability, last line of defense, affiliation shield, so a new affiliation come into the game. If you have fewer VPs than your opponent, the first time each round an allied character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect. After the effect is resolved, you score one victory point. The second part of this leadership is if you have an equal number or more victory points than your opponent when an enemy character damages an allied character with an attack, the allied character may spend one power. If it does, after the attack is resolved, the allied character may advance short toward the attacking character. So two parts to this leadership, uh, one giving you a little bit of a catch-up mechanic for your victory points, the other one letting you do out-of-activation movements uh, if you're above on VPs or ties, so pretty interesting there. His only active superpower is calling the cavalry to cost if there is no shield agents character in play. Place it in play within three of this character with an activated token. It may immediately interact with one extract objective token. This, uh, it is part of your squad. And then his passive, Director of Shield, when an allied shield agent's character is within three of this character, it may re-roll one of its attack or defense dice, and this character gains one power whenever the allied character deals damage or suffers damage from an enemy effect. Uh, looking at his injured side, nothing changes except he goes from 6 stam on his front side down to 5 stamina on his injured side. So let's take a look at the grunts really quick. Uh, shield agents, they are 2 stamina, medium mover, size 2 with 111 in their defense. They only have 1 attack. Uh, their pistols attack, physical, range 3, 4 dice. They have two or three passive abilities buy you time when this character drops an objective token its controlling player places it on the battlefield instead of their opponent and they have shield operatives this character cannot contest secure objective tokens this character does not have to pay power when interacting with civilian or asset tokens and lastly they have the passive ability grunts and they are attached to nick fury so that was quite a bit to look at in just a short amount of time, but um, we'll start with you, Brad. What do you think? Um, we'll kind of save the the leadership and the grunt stuff uh, for here in just a minute. What do you think of 
Nick Fury overall as just a four threat character? Well, it's hard to ignore the grunts uh, for that, but because he does so much with them. Having Pierce on two of his attacks is pretty good. Bleed's okay. Um, you want the grunts out with them, I think. Uh, I don't know. He's interesting. I'm not not my not so interesting that I have to run out and get him and play him. But I'd like to see him across the table and play against them. Yeah, he has. Uh... I mean, he has decent stample, and he has pretty good defensive stats for a fourth threat. He doesn't have any kind of defensive tech. Um, yeah. And he does have to play... I mean, he has range three. He does have to play a little bit close, so his survivability is... Uh, he's he's not bad, but he's not great either. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? What do you think? Uh, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think that's going to be a big problem for him. <laughs> Um, just like he always wanted to be within three. Uh, he's never going to be really protecting himself. Um, hey, like no inherent rerolls, uh, all physical attacks, uh, which can be pretty rough in certain matchups. I, I mean, rolling four, three, four, um, is solid at four points. Uh, I, it kind of feels to me that he's just, just kind of going to die. Uh, I mean, I think you have to play really kind of. I don't know. It, it just it it's gonna be a wait and see for me. Um, I do like Wild Pierces. Um, other than that, I mean, there's just not a. I mean, I guess the the grunts give them a reroll, right? Uh, I think the grunts character get a reroll when they're within three of him. So he does, yeah. So like, I mean, him not getting that is. I mean, the grunts are going to, I mean, what they're, I mean, they're just going to, they should, shouldn't stay around too much. Being able to bring them in is going to be really important. Uh, I guess I'm just going to be the negative Nancy in all these reviews. I just, <laughs> I'm not seeing a whole lot of, I mean, it's a, and I guess it's too, just even thinking about like the people that could be in that affiliation doesn't seem to make that a whole lot easier. It's, it, it seems like he wants to hide, um, but he doesn't really do anything from hiding. He doesn't have any kind of like offensive tech. Uh, he doesn't have any movement shenanigans. That uh, well, so a lot of his movement shenanigans seem like they're coming from the leadership. So let's uh, we'll go ahead and touch on that really quick. So if you have less VPs than your opponent, the first time each round an allied character is dazed or KO'd after the effect is resolved, you score one VP. So you're only going to get one VP out from the leadership for the entire round. Um. I mean, anything that lets you score VPs for free is, I mean, it's still pretty good. Um, scoring one, if you're able to kind of keep parity, maybe you slip up for a round, it'll kind of help you catch back up a little bit. I think the more interesting part of the leadership is if you have equal or more than your opponent. Uh, every time somebody is damaged, the allied character can spend one power. If it does, it may advance short toward the attacking character, and that's not limited to once per round for or once per character. So you can get a lot of out of activation movements as well as get some out of activation movements from the shield agents doing leading from the front, which I think overall is a really good spender. Three power for eleven dice and an out of activation movement. Ah, it, it seems like it's pretty good. Um, his fury special is tactical knife for both, you know, solid abilities, but. 
the grunts, we haven't really seen a full rule set for the grunts yet. We know that they're attached to parent characters, uh, so the shield agents are attached to Nick Fury. Um, and we also know that they are starting to change leadership slightly. As of this recording earlier today, they changed Sam Wilson's leadership to where uh, these grunt models will not trigger um, all new, all different, I believe is what the leadership's called. So uh, we'll bounce back to you, Brad. What do you think of uh, the leadership ability, last line of defense? How do you feel about the VP scoring and the, the spin of power to move? One thing I want to note is while they did change Sam Wilson, Nick Fury does still trigger off of it. So if they kill your grunts and it's the first one to die, uh, you will get a VP for that. Yep. So that's an easy VP if you're behind. Um, it's at first glance, it seems like maybe you want that into Black Order like gain victory for your guys dying just like they're gaining victory for their your guys dying mm -hmm. however like right now Thanos's uh leadership has not changed wording we have no clarification on this but it seems like grunts dying will get black order victory points and Nick Fury needs the grunts so I, right now, it doesn't feel like you can play him into Black Order. And, yep, that's fair. Yeah. Into other things, like, it's probably fine. Well, how do you guys... Sam, Sam Wilson's is also a move on stuff happening, mm -hmm. dazing and KOing, and people love that. Now, there's also a heal with it, but in no direction specified. But being similar to a good leadership is probably good. How do you feel about uh, Grunts coming into the game? We'll kind of toss this back over to you, Brandon. What do you think about Grunts as a just um, new part of the game? Uh, I don't know the word I'm kind of looking for. A new... Uh, tell me, what's a, what's a good word for New, new add-on to Yeah, it. that's fine. Uh, for them coming in. How do you feel about that? Uh, I was pretty skeptical about it at first. Um, I want to play superheroes. I play this game to play superheroes. I don't need these little minions. If I want to play minions, I'll go play a different game. Uh, so I, uh, but I, I think they're at this point, at least from what we've seen, um, they don't seem like they're, they're not going to overrun a table. Um, you can only have really, I think it's really, you can only have one at a time. Um, I mean, there are the things, just like you said, like there are certain times where there are matchups that you're just going to get obliterated. Um, they're not, at least these grunts, aren't very offensive. They don't have a ton of like offensive tech, or they don't have any real tech. And so it's like, I mean, they get throw four dice into something, which is, I mean, that's most, there's a lot of three-point character builders are throwing four dice into stuff uh, at range three, so... What I gets mean, me excited solid. is this right here, this buy you time, uh, being able to drop the objective token where you yeah, want I, instead of your opponent. That seems like it's a very, very good ability, and I'm I'm yeah. actually pretty excited for that one. Yeah, I like the idea. Like the agents are basically there to die and then throw back the token towards you, which seems like a thing that would happen with uh, shield agents in uh, in reality. 
So I, I mean, I, I'm, I like, I, I guess I'm a little wait and see on them. I, I'm not a huge on them being added to the game, but I think so far, at least with these, it's, I don't think it's gonna do anything negative. I think they do have to be real careful about um, like the affiliations and what all the main character can do who brings them in, uh, because there's a certain point. Uh, say Nick Fury had offensive tech or defensive tech, and then had like an inerrant reroll or something, then all of a sudden it's like really, really good, and now you're in a situation where it's like this is dangerous. Um, I do like that, like all the characters now in that three to four range are getting a three cost seven dice spender. <laughs> it seems to be something that's just happening on a regular basis, which, um, which is pretty cool. I do, I, I do like that. Um, I just, I, like I said, I worry about him because I just, I think he's got to be a little too close to the action, and uh, I'm not sure how well he survives. I mean, rolling four, three, three, four, three, four is really good, so. Uh, I do like the, I like the affiliation a lot though. Um, I like the you can kind of nickel and dime yourself back into it um, with your grunts dying, and you can get some extra um, victory points, and then you know try to come in and swoop the game up at the last second. Um, and then the spend of power to move is honestly, I think, I mean, I think it would have been fine if you just ended it at the first line. Um, so getting a second ability to just uh, with some of the flat out bad affiliations that are out there uh, it's kind of hard it, it kind of hurts a little bit when you see stuff like oh they get two pretty good affiliations <laughs> instead of like x-force having one reroll <laughs> on one attack uh, so it's just like ah, it's you enjoy it's that as humans passive yeah yeah and then you have and even the inhumans like as an affiliation it's like oh you can give someone a power and it's like ah it's and then this one's like, oh, you get free victory points and free movements, and you only have to play a four-power leader instead of a five-power Both power of those leader. are better than Cyclops, though, Brandon. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. But then, but they don't also have a Storm leadership hanging in the balance that they get to use. Well, this video is not about all the unfortunate... Uh leaderships that are that are currently in the game but uh just give me some affiliation tokens make my life <laughs> that's fair amg if you're listening please please give want. us the, the the affiliation tokens for the affiliations you haven't yet well so taking a look at nick fury um keep in mind guys that all this is kind of has to be taken with a grain of salt we just right now are able to look at him at face value um we don't have the fleshed out affiliation and we also don't have the completely fleshed out rules for grunts. I don't know that there'll be too much more other than what we already know. But um, overall, I think that he's an interesting character. I think he's got some interesting stuff going for him. Uh, until we know, like I said, the full affiliation. And also the 10 tactics cards that come in his box, which we do not know about yet. Uh, what goes into an affiliation and what comes with the tactics cards for that affiliation uh, can really make or break uh, uh, kind of how an affiliation can operate. If you take a look at Convocation with their, um, I think it's Ironbound Books. Is that right? The one that turns? The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a game changer for kind of how that affiliation plays. So until uh, we know that stuff, jury's kind of out. Um, so I'd like to try something new on an A to D scale. Just from what we know right now, where would you put him? We'll start with you, Brad. 
Uh, C. A C? Okay, what about you, Brandon? Yeah, I was leaning towards that C minus, uh, just as face value. I just, I'm, I'm not see a whole lot out of him. I need more information. Uh, mainly the affiliation, I think, who's a part of his affiliation. I just feel like they feel like they're going to be a real defensive affiliation. And him not being able to do anything defensive is going to uh, possibly hurt. But, yeah, I, I just don't see a whole lot on this card that uh, makes me think, oh, wow. You know, like I just, I, nothing, nothing about it even kind of excites me. Uh, have we seen his model yet? Is he small base? Uh, he is small base. And I believe the shield agents are medium. I think that's right. Believe so, so small base, medium mover. For, yeah, I just it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. Well, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with a B minus. I think I'm gonna go with B minus. I, I do like the pierces. Um, range three is not the best, but it's most certainly not the worst. And the kind of out of activation movement here that we're getting uh, could could be pretty cool. And there's probably you know some extract plays that I'm sure people way smarter than me are gonna be able to come up with pretty early on, as far as. Um, what all you can do because they get an immediate interact with an extract. So I don't I'm know. intrigued on all the shenanigans that can happen. I'm right? sure so. that there will be some. I, I we're talking about affiliation. I think a lot of people are expecting Black Widow, Agent of Shield to be affiliated as well as Hawkeye. And one thing that is interesting is that uh, you can get VPs this way if you're down on VPs, and then she also has the ability to score you VPs, I believe in the cleanup. Uh, yeah. if there is a dazed character nearby, so kind of some extra interesting ways it seems to be you'll you'll be able to score VPs. I'm still kind of down <laughs> on uh, Black Widow Agent of Shield. I don't she doesn't really do anything for me at least particularly well that's exciting. So we'll see. But uh, also I want to note that Hawkeye has never been a member of Shield in the comics. So he might not be a member. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. speaking of comics, uh, Brad, you want to give us a comic run or a line where people can find Nicholas J. Fury Jr. if they're interested in the character and kind of want to read about him? Yeah, I've got a couple things here. I, um, I've only personally seen him in a couple comics where he's like shown up. Um, he's not like a character I follow. Uh, you will learn from us doing these that I mostly know about X-Men stuff, but I did do a little bit of research. Um, he first appeared in battle scars and that goes over. It's a comic that goes over his entire origin. Um, he was created, uh, because, well, basically because of the popularity of Nick Fury in the movies and that they cast Samuel L. Jackson based on, they had an ultimate comics line and they had a African American based on Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury in that comic. And so when they did the movies, they made him black and then he became what people thought of when they thought Nick Fury. So they created this character to fit the movie. So that's complicated. Um, there's a comic, a one shot called Avengers now, number one, that's when he like joined shield and stuff. Uh, I've read a little bit of secret of Avengers, but not the issues he's in, but he seems to show up a lot in that series. So check that out. Uh, two things I've actually read 
that he shows up in and can recommend because I've read them is All New Wolverine, which is the series I recommended when we did X-23 and Honey Badger. He shows up in that. And um, a comic pretty recently, um, it was called Taskmaster. It was like five issues. And like Phil Coulson shows up. Um, uh, Black Widow's in there. Uh, this Nick Fury's in there. And it was a good series. So that's a good one if you want some Nick Fury. He was actually really great in that series. So that's my, my, my recommendations. Check out probably Secret Avengers if you want the most Nick Fury and Battle Scars for his origin. All right. That's sounds it. good. Yeah. Well, with that, that wraps up our Nick Fury review, uh, where he does have 10 tactics cards. I imagine that at some point in the future, we're going to kind of just do, uh, come back to the box and do kind of a review of all of his tactics cards because there's so many. Uh, but yeah, that wraps us up for today. Um, as always, I'm using Cerebro MCP when looking at the cards and kind of reviewing them. So if you guys need a handy list builder app, or you just want to browse all the cards and resources of resources available for Marvel crisis protocol, uh, make you an account and log in. It's super easy and it's super easy to use. So highly recommend it, but that's it for us. So we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye guys. <laughs>